Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. I am far too tired to think of anything witty to say. It's been a week. Uh, my name is Jay. As always, joined by Troy. We are here to talk about NXT UK. How are you, mate? Yes, boy. I'm good, mate. Very good. I'm going go-karting later. That's going to be fun. Ooh. Yeah, man. Going to do some real-life Mario Kart. Nice. Yes, mate. Banana skins and fucking mushrooms. Will, will you have a zombie referee like the uh, Luma Stag dude did? <laughs> I don't know, it might be too short notes to sort one of those out, see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> Get some zombie makeup on you now, mate. So. Oh, yeah, I've plenty of time to do that. Get some made up. Go f- full Resident Evil 2. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, we're here to talk about NXT UK. But before we do, you got any tidbits for us, Troy? You're fucking right, I have, mate. Damn right. 16th of September, we'll do yesterday first. Uh, a birthday in uh, 19... Where is that? Oh, no. Okay, I've read that wrong. Don't worry about that. We won't do oh, that one. It's It said Jesse Ventura. I thought, and I thought it was working today. <laughs> I thought it was Jesse Ventura, and it is Jesse Ventura, but it's, it's clearly a woman. It's J-E-S-S-Y. So I was like, Jesse Ventura wasn't born in 1997. So, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, Mickey Rourke's birthday though, 1952. Oh, he was in the film, The Wrestler. Yeah, he was. There you go. Fun. Fun a, fact. He did a punch on Chris Jericho on WrestleMania. He did a, a actual punch. Um, on 16th September in 2012, uh, in Boston, Massachusetts, WWE presented Night of Champions. Yes, they did. Uh, there was a, a battle royale, uh, a dark battle royale, where Zack Ryder defeated Brodus Clay, Darren Young, Drew McIntyre, Epico, Heath Slater, Jinder McIntyre, JTG, Justin Gabriel, Michael McGillicutty, Primo, Santina Morella, Ted DiBiase Jr., Tensai, Titus O'Neil, and Tyson Kidd. Um, well, there's a reason that there's a reason that was a dark match. Um, I, I was going <laughs> to say, uh, there's there's a lot of enhancement talent there, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, this is 2012, oh. mate. That was that was pinnacle for a lot of them. Of McGillicuddy, the opening match: uh, the Miz versus uh, Cody Rhodes, Rey Mysterio, and Sin Cara in a fatal four-way uh, for the Intercontinental Championship, which he retained. Then for the WWE Tag Team Championships. Daniel Bryan and Kane defeated Kofi Kingston and R-Truth to become new tag team champions. Uh, Antonio Cesaro defeated Zack Ryder to retain the United States Championship. Randy Orton defeated Dolph Ziggler by pinfall. Eva Torres defeated Layla uh, to become new WWE Divas Champion. Sheamus defeated Alberto Del Rio to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. And in the main event... CM Punk, All Elite Punk, defeated John Cena. Uh, well, say defeated. It was a draw, but... I remember that match. Punk retained. Banging. Yeah. I mean, whenever Punk and Cena wrestled, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... I think... I'm sure that was the match where, like, Punk had the New York Yankees gear. Yeah? Kept, kept calling Cena the New York Yankees. Ah, probably. So, like, and it makes sense. It was in Boston, which is... Yeah. Cena's and, home to... Yeah. It, it was a draw because Cena did a German off the top rope and bridged, but both men's shoulders were down. Ah, oh, okay, it was, okay. It was very, very nice, very easy. Oh, yeah, because it does say double pin. Yeah. It, says, well, it says D pin, which I assume, assume means double pin. That, that wouldn't indicate a double pin, yeah. There we go. Uh, sticking with the 16th of September in 2018 in Los Angeles, California. You knew you were going for this. <laughs> PWG presents the Battle of Los Angeles Day 3. Uh, this looks absolutely banging. 
Uh, Trevor Lee, gone. I've been watching this back. I've I'm onto this day. I've not watched this day yet. Um, I've, oh, I've well, shall I not say it in case it ruins it for you? Well, no, I know the results. I've seen it already. But oh, I've, oh, okay. I'm just, just reliving it. Um, but yeah, I'm. Um, I, I've I did day two the other week, and uh, I haven't got around to watching this day yet. But I'm very excited because, as you can see, the card is stacked. Absolutely stacked. Uh, Trevor Lee defeated Brody King. Jeff Cobb defeated Ray Horace. Shingo Takagi defeated Robbie Eagles. Joey Janela defeated Seema. Uh, Walter defeated Jonah Rock. If you like big, thick men slapping each other, that one is for you. Uh, Bandido defeated Flamita. Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz defeated Penta L0M and Ray Phoenix. Uh, that was for the PWG tag team titles. And champs versus AEW champs there. That's a point, yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, Jeff Cobb defeated Trevor Lee. Bandido defeated Joey Janela. Shingo Takagi defeated Walter. Uh, a 10-person tag match. Dan Barry and Darby Allen, Jody Fleisch, PCO and Puma King uh, defeated Adam Brooks, David Starr, DJZ, T-Hawk and Timothy Thatcher. Fuck about. Uh, and then... The alumni in that team as well. Yeah, man. Uh, and then in a three-way... Jeff Cobb defeated Bandido and Shingo Tagagi. Oh, that, that'll be. Boy. Also, <laughs> do you, know, you know Shingo beat to get to Walter? Mm. Oh, sorry, to get to Robbie Eagles. No. Ilya. Wow. In a oh, f- oh, fucking filthy stiff match. Filthy stiff match. They, they, they just start no selling each other's finishes at one point. Fuck's sake. Ilya just no-sells are made in Japan, then Shingo no-sells a fucking torpedo Moscow, and they just laugh at each other. It's like, oh, you, you lunatics. Oh, no. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, we'll go to the 17th of September. Uh, one birthday, 1961, Jim Cornette. And yeah, boo. And unfortunately, uh, in 2017, we lost oh. Bobby Heenan. Also boo. Or Robbie, mm. or Bobby Heaven. Yeah. Also, um, Masahiro Chono's birthday, though. <clears throat> oh. All right. So, nice. Um, part of uh, NWO Japan. Amongst other things, he, he wasn't just NWO Japan. <laughs> very, very decorated <laughs> Japanese wrestler. Yeah. Uh, pay per views, I've got two for you. Um, from the Scotia Bank Arena in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. WWE presented Unforgiven 2006. Uh, the dark match, Super Crazy defeated Shelton Benjamin. And then in the opening match of the pay-per-view, uh, Johnny Nitro defeated Jeff Hardy. Uh, was that for a belt? I don't know. Uh, does it say? It was. It was at the Intercontinental Championship. Um, Kane uh, and Umaga uh, drew in a count out because, of course, they did. Um Kenny and Mikey defeated Robbie and Rory McAllister to retain the world tag team titles. Jesus wept. Um, really stuck me on this show. <laughs> Shawn Michaels and Triple H defeated Mr. McMahon, Shane McMahon and the Big Show in a handicap Hell in a Cell match. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Um, Trish Stratus uh, defeated Lita by submission to become the new WWE Women's Championship. Championship champion. Oh, that was, um, was a trick for time. Much. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. Um, Randy Orton defeated Carlito by pin. Uh, and in the main event, John Cena defeated Edge in a TLC match Absolutely to become the new WWE champion. Absolutely banging match, though. Yeah. Uh, and finally, on the 17th of September, in 2011, from the Manhattan Center, New York, Ring of Honor presents Death Before Dishonor 9. Uh, in a dark match, uh, Andy Ridge defeated Grizzly Redwood. And then in your opener, Rhino and Tommaso Champa defeated Homicide and Jay Lethal. What a random pairing. Rhino and Tommaso Champa. Mm-hmm. Mental. Uh, Shelton Benjamin defeated Mike Bennett. Uh, Matt and Nick Jackson uh, defeated... Harlem Bravado, Lance Bravado, Adam Cole, and Kyle O'Reilly in a triple threat tag elimination match. 
El Generico uh, drew no contest with Jimmy Jacobs. Rest in peace, El Generico. <laughs> uh, Charlie Haas defeated uh, by Pinfall uh, <clears throat> Mike Elgin. Um, Eddie Edwards defeated Roderick Strong uh, in a Ringmaster Challenge. So essentially, it's like the three stages of hell match. Uh, so the first fall, uh, pinfall, second fall, submission, three, uh, third fall, 15-minute Ironman match. Um, and then the main event in a ladder war tag team title match. Uh, was it tag team title? Or was it just a ladder war tag match? Just a tag match, I think. Uh, Kenny King, a Rhett Titus, defeated Jay and Mark Briscoe. Oh, there you go. Ladder war. Couple of mate, bad murders in that match, I imagine. Bad, uh, bad, bad murders. It's also another Ring of Honor show. Oh, go on. Five on that day. Uh, Glory by Honor Four. Have a, have a listen to some of these names. Uh, so, Loki defeated Jay Lethal in a fight without Honor. Uh, Austin Aries defeated Azrael. Um, Nigel McGuinness defeated Roderick Strong. Mm. I, I reckon that would have been a bit stiff. Um, Cole Cabana defeated Homicide by DQ but it was like 15 minutes so I imagine that would have been good uh, also Jay Lethal beat Loki after losing to Loki earlier in the night All right. very weird uh, Davey Andrews defeated Eric Matlock no idea who that is um, Samoa Joe defeated Postman Pierce BJ Whitmer and Ricky Reyes in a four corner survival match hello Brian Danielson defeated James Gibson, a.k.a. Jamie Noble, for the ROH world title. Uh, this will be the start of his historic reign as Ring of Honor champion. Nice. And uh, in the main event, AJ Styles defeated Jimmy Rave in a finisher-only match. So you've got to hit your finisher to win the match. Um, Sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. Sounds right, that. Yeah. Get Gibson versus Danielson, the banger. Like, goal, sounds, sounds like there's some... Some fucking some good stuff to go back and watch on Ring of Honor, man. Just those last couple we mentioned. Yeah, Ring of Honor is awesome. That and PWG. Oh, PWG is the tits. <laughs> the tits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. P- PWG, Shikara, and Ring of Honor is basically like what like AW and NXT have got now. And mm-hmm. to the WWE main roster as well. Yeah. Um there's a lot of guys who are now big deals who were like not on about then. So mm-hmm. we're worth going back to revisit and checking out the shows now because there's probably going to be a lot of guys who are like huge deals yeah. in a couple of years time who are just not involved in mm-hmm. anyway when I talk about PWG we're here to talk about NXT UK yes boy so let's get into it um, so the show opens up with the semi-final fair semi-final I should say of uh, the Heritage Cup number one contenders t- tournament in fair, a heel versus heel Shithouse versus shithouse match. Noam Dar versus Kenny Williams. Um, and this literally, it is just both guys trying to out-cheat the other. It's fantastic. So good. Um, so funny. So yeah, round round one, uh, pretty much a stalemate. They're both just playing mind games with each other, cheating. Like Noam tries to break a headlock and Kenny just keeps pulling his hair. Yanking his um, hair. What a he shit stamps on, He stamps on Noam's foot once and Noam takes like, some of his wrist tape off and throws it on and they're both just like both just glaring at each other um, and after the bell they both go they both punch each other that was hilarious um, <laughs> yeah round two Kenny's a lot more aggressive um, lots of like nasty sort of like stomps and dirty tactics where he's like raking his elbow and like raking his feet across Norm's mm. face um, no one was they, it was weird they could have quite easily turn Norm face in this match. I was just about to say exactly the or same thing. Because he, li- yeah. he was a little bit more sympathetic than mm. Kenny Williams. Um, Kenny Williams was out and out heel in this. Oh, he, he, whereas he's the, the scum of the earth. Scum of the earth. Like he's so scummy. You've got to add a Y to this, the word scum. He's a cockroach. He's, he's that much of a cockroach. They've even put it on his ring pants now. Yep. Yeah. He's literally the body from Men in Black. <laughs> literally the body from Men in Black. Um, so yeah, the, uh, Williams targets Dar's arm. Um, th- there's a cool bit where like both men kind of like collide. It looked like a mistake, mm. but it, obviously it wasn't. And Kenny goes down holding his knee, faking a knee injury. Uh, the ref checks up on him as, as the ref like turns his back. Kenny starts dancing 
and Nolan like goes over like oh he's faking it and then Kenny pulls him up <laughs> grabs a handful of tights and goes one up and then he starts dancing he like clicks it's like his he's, heels he's semi feigning the injury while still dancing like when he clicks yeah. his heels and then sort of hobbles as he lands on it and he goes like, oh me knee um, <laughs> yeah just an absolute piece of shit um, <laughs> I, then um, round three ro- rolls out the ring continues to cheat and uh, Dar just starts kicking the fuck out of him uh, stomps on Kenny's arm, locks in a champagne super knee bar, and uh, Kenny holds on just to end the round. Um, but the damage is done to the knee this time for real. Mm. Uh, again, start of round four, Williams keeps targeting the arm. Uh, Dar stacks Williams up with his feet on the ropes, and the ref catches him. As he's arguing, Williams takes out Dar's knee, uh, removes the turnbuckle pad, the ref catches him, and as they're arguing, Dar grabs Kenny's water bottle, obviously a callback to the Oliver Carter match. Um, Kenny goes back as the ref's like to get it as the ref's like fixing the turnbuckle pad. Uh, Norm catches it to him and then calls the ref over. See, now I thought he was going to hit him with it, but again, I, yeah, it was more I, like a well, I don't have to hit him. I can get him in as much trouble or cause a distraction just by making like the whole Eddie Guerrero thing, chucking yeah. the chair at the other guy. I, I like, I like that. I like that a lot. Mm. Um, and Kenny's like, oh no, no, I wasn't doing anything. As Kenny's like arguing with the ref to try and stop himself from getting DQ'd. Dar applies the champagne super knee bar and uh, taps out uh, Kenny. 1-1. One, one. Lovely stuff. And final round, uh, Dar's in control early on, but he can't capitalise. Then Williams takes control, uh, drives Dar into the turnbuckle, uh, hits a rebound lariat, which looked a little bit shit because he kind of did the rebound, uh, then stopped, then he hit the lariat. Just um, don't do that. Looks, no one should be doing that. It looks naff. It looks good if you do it like Nigel McGuinness, where you do it in one fell swoop. Yeah. Also, if you've got the momentum going into it rather than yeah. kind of like yeah, forcing yeah. yourself just... under to bounce back off it. Yeah. Don't just go into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Noam Dar rolls out. Uh, Kenny follows as Kenny's getting back in the ring. A wild shot Samuel the field. <laughs> I, was, I popped so hard for that. <laughs> I was howling. Was, he comes out from under the ring. He grabs Kenny's foot. Dar just boots Kenny in the face and then hits an overroller to win. And Shah's just running off like a cheeky dad going down Shit the Shit-eating grin. Love Shah Samuels. Yeah. <laughs> just doing like a little dad jog off, off uh, a gnome dar. <laughs> uh, prevails and out shit houses Kenny A. Williams. I thought this was a wonderful match. Oh, I loved it. Loved it, really loved, good it loved it, loved it, um, It was just really, really well told. Uh, sometimes yeah. heel versus heel, especially with WWE doing it, they can kind of not really have a direction in what they're doing. These two really told a good story. And that's okay. You have, you have to remember it's NXT UK. It's almost a totally separate I, division away from WWE. I'm, you can have I faith. Mean, it, yeah, but I'm still scared. We're going to get NXT 2.0 UK. Oh no, 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 no. We'll just keep it as it is. Just keep nah, it. As just it leave it as it is. Don't touch it. Going to, going to, uh, Rename Rampage. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. <laughs> I don't, don't, you, I don't you, want to think about it. Yorkshireman. <laughs> Yorkshireman. <laughs> just have him tagging with Ridge Holland. Just call him Yorkshire's finest. <laughs> Yorkshire's finest. Imagine. <laughs> the Yorkshire puddings. <laughs> For um, sake. <laughs> don't, don't, don't listen to this, WWE, please. Uh, anyway, we go backstage, see uh, the Coffee Brothers warming up. Uh, John Devlin wishes them luck and says Mark's going to be carrying Joe in this match, so he needs more luck. Hey, uh, shots fired. Joe half ass goes to go after him. Mark, come on. You know come what? on, mate. Um, yeah. And then we get Sid Scarlett introducing Ilya Dragunov uh, via satellite. Ilya says he's happy and uh, he made the impossible possible by beating Volta. And he's looking forward to who will be uh, trying to take the NXT UK. UK title away from him mm-hmm. as he says that Nathan Fraser's music comes out and he's dressed like straight out of 2005 um, and he's, it is. Like, he's like a proper considering he's so young he's like a proper dad isn't he he is a bit he's like oh uh, just, just like to uh, just, just like to oh just gonna interject here and oh, just oh, could I have a go um, <laughs> have a go <laughs> that match would be fucking banging um, do you know what though do you know what I've got an issue with this is you're not that, good enough is it that Rampage is already clearly the number one contender well 
Yes, but what? <laughs> just more so with more so with Nathan. Alluded, they alluded that that rampage coffee match the other week was basically going to be a, a number, number one contender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, my issue was is that Nathan Fraser wasn't good enough to get to the final of their mid card championship. Why should he just be able to insert himself into the title picture now? I mean, the, I suppose it's a nice story if he like kind of like defies the odds to against like these two, other two to win the triple threat. Mm. Yeah, like it's, it, it's still they can swing they can, with Nathan Fraser. I think they can kind of swing his fortune around quite easily with that. Um, the thing is, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have issue if they did that, like you say, sort of swinging the fortune around. If we'd seen him quite regularly, but I feel like that match the other week where he lost in the Heritage Cup like tournament thing, it's the first time yeah. we'd seen him in quite a while. It's not like he's been on TV regularly, being like, "Yeah, I'm clocking up wins." Like his yeah. first match in like probably about a month was him losing. And now all of a well, sudden he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to challenge for the title. Yeah, but to be fair, because of the tournament, we've not really seen any of these guys that regularly. Mm, I don't know. Well, Tayman's on a fair bit. Wolfgang is on a fair bit. No, no, no. I mean, like, the, the three in this match. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, we haven't, like seen, Wolf, we haven't seen Rampage since he, he beat Coffee. But that yeah, was but only a couple even, of weeks ago. Even then, like when... Since Rampage wrestled Volta, which was what, like March, April, he's only had like yeah. four or five televised matches. Mm. Akid has literally since he lost the Heritage Cup. He's not really wrestled, has he? He's had the two matches with Devlin, and I think he might have had another one. So, mm. I, I think it's one of those things where the the guy that they're trying to clearly establish like a hierarchy of the, of the main event scene because. Well, they need to because yeah. they've lost. They've lost Walter. Walter's probably going to show up in NXT too. Yeah, um, it's nice though that they're they're resetting the playing field now, because for yeah. the longest time, like Walter having it, there was no one that was his equal. And we said this many times like when they put him against Joe Coffey for like a second time, is because they built no one else up to be mm. on that main event level. Whereas now, and we've said it for months, watching it there's four, five, six guys that are at that main event level. And now that Dragunov's got it, it's more like a level playing field, a reset in the playing field, which is good. Um, And there's still like, even these three aside, there's still plenty of others that arguably you could slot in there as well. Tyler Bate, Trent Seven straight away in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think think it's nice as well that like with Nathan Fraser being out there um, because Rampage has already had been in the triple threat with Ilya where he had just like the hoss fight with him and Joe Coffey. Mm. Uh, A-Kids has already wrestled Ilya. Yeah. Nathan Fraser hasn't. So mm. as a first challenger for Ilya, he's kind of got that sort of, that sort of caveat that he can go, well, I've never wrestled him. You two haven't lost. That's him. true. That's true. Um, so yeah, as, as Fraser's like shooting a shot, uh, Rampage comes out. Also looking straight out of 2005. Um, <laughs> the change down is like cut off yeah. denim jacket I love it yeah um, and he, he's, he's just like are you joking lad um, <laughs> how are you uh, oh, no, uh, that's Newcastle <laughs> yeah hey up it's me Rampage <laughs> was it just me or was Rampage much more Yorkshire than usual yeah a hell of a lot more Yorkshire as well. yeah he'd gone like super Yorkshire hadn't he yeah um, yeah, um, Rampage says it's his shot because he's the toughest guy and he's like, he's a took Ilya to the limit before. No lies and, detected. And then handsome, handsome Akid comes out and says he <laughs> deserves a chance and that Ilya kind of like pushed, Ilya pushed him to the limit so much that he realised he doesn't have a limit anymore, which was quite a cool like yeah. thing. Cool like little uh, thing. I, I think whoever wins this triple threat match because Scarlet makes it a triple threat uh, for yeah. number one championship, and Ilya laughs via satellite. I think whoever wins this, we're gonna end up getting all three eventually. Anyway, I I would have been happy if they had done a fatal four way match. Yeah, personally. I thought yeah. that would be fucking awesome. Um, Definitely, but it's gonna be cool because obviously all three guys have got really different styles. Like Nathan Fraser is quite like high flying and very fast paced. A Kid's a really good technician mm. and. Rampage is a it's big old powerhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
as Fraser's getting out the ring, Rampage kind of shoves them and then just batters them to show them who daddy is. Um, That's Rampage definitely not winning the triple threat then. Oh no, Rampage stood tall, stood tall so by the mats, he's definitely not winning. I I personally think it's going to be Fraser just because he um, hasn't faced Ilya yet. Yeah, I think I feel like Fraser's winning it. Akid's taking the pin and Akid and Fraser will work together to put Rampage Ooh. down with him being the big lad. I don't think I don't think Rampage is eating a pin. I think Rampage might. What? It's taking the pin? Yeah. Because mm. he did he did in the triple threat with Ilya and Coffee. Akid's That's what I mean. Been, yeah, but Akid's been really, really protected because they know he's like the future star out of the, mm. the, the Fraser and Akid are the future stars. Rampage is like the season bet. So Rampage can afford to take a pin, whereas the other two a bit more. Yeah, bit, I get what you're saying. Um, it's going to be fun regardless. It's, like. it's going to be a bomb burn, and that's going to be next week as well. So yeah. don't, also, don't none of this uh, waiting two weeks like we usually get for NXT UK. It's next week. <laughs> it's like, shit, we need to fucking book something. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we then see Ginny and Joseph Connors go into Ginny's dressing room. Um, Isla Dawn sat in there, and she's drawing a pentagon on a pentagon, a pentagram, pentagram. on the mirror with lipstick. <laughs> I'd love to have seen her draw pent- pentagon on the mirror. I'd love that. <laughs> with a little uh, St. Patrick's Day hat. <laughs> <laughs> just just a, a visage of pentagon dark breaking somebody's arm and arm and on the ground. Um, after this, we get Mustache Mountain challenging the winners of Pretty Deadly and Gallus. Um, I get the feeling they're probably going to be the next cha- tag champs. I said this to you the other day, and you were like, nah. Uh, that, I, I didn't think... Well, no, you said it before we got that Pretty Deadly match. Mm. And I was like, Pretty Deadly are going to scumbag the win first and then Mustache Mountain. And also, I had the fear that Gallus were going to take it off and- Nah, fuck that. No, 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 no. Absolute fear. Even- I thought I thought you said, was it Mark Andrews and, and Flash Morgan Webster you thought were going to beat them? Nah. Or the next to take it off them? I'm sure you said someone else it wasn't going to be Mustache Mountain. It could have been... Um, oh, no, no, uh, Carter and Smith. Yeah, it was Smith and Carter. I thought could, I'd have had an argument and I think I still think they should, but I get mm. the impression that Mustache Mountain are probably going to do it. Not mustache Mountain deserve it. Like in the yeah. like it's 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 fucking Trent's having a Tyler Bay. Let's give them all the belts. Yeah. <laughs> well, get the fucking Heritage Cup off Tyler. I think he didn't fuck all with it. Wow, we'll see about sweet. that. A kids built that as a fucking awesome, awesome, esteemed title. And Tyler Bay's just like, oh, I'm gonna play with my dad now and meditate. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna Not spin there. spin plates and meditate. I'm gonna go <laughs> in the woods and just sit there and meditate. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <What> idiots. <laughs> What I did um, like in this promo though was where where Bate was like, "Oh, I'm spinning the plate at the Heritage Cup," and then the tag team, and it, it, then the, uh, Trent Seven was just like, "Don't worry about that," or like, "Don't worry," he was like, "Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that cup," or something like that. I thought, oh, "Is it going to be a turn? Want, is he going to turn on Trent to turn on Tyler and be a horrible heel?" Do just it. because just because Trent's like the dad of NXT UK, imagine him being like a horrible bastard. <laughs> Just, oh, be great. Um, I love the way they kicked off this promo. It made me chuckle. So they were talking and he lucky. He taps Trent, uh, he taps Tyler on the chest, and the guy interviewing is just like, so mustache. He was like, ah, oh, mustache mountain. Correct. <laughs> he's he's just dad. so quick. He's such a dad. He's such a dad. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh speaking of dads, um we get Stevie Turner, who's from the future. Did you know? Nigel McGuinness said so. Kept saying, oh, she's from the future. Um, did, did you know no, she's, right? She's, she's 4D. She said Amelia Kenzie, McKenzie's only 2D. I'm going to put you in a waiting room. And some of you can. We're doing a podcast, mate. And some of it... Give a fuck. I'll run it on my own, mate. <laughs> some of her offense was 4D compared to Amelia McKenzie's 2D. I'll get into that in a bit. Um, so Turner controlled early on with their big elbows and stomps. Um and this is where the 4D is. So as Mackenzie's like tied up in the ropes, she does a knee lift from one side and then goes back and does a boot. See, 
different dimensions, mate. Four dimensions. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> they keep going on that she's from the future, and yet she doesn't use backfist to the future. Backfist to the future. <laughs> like Eddie Kingston, give her that move right there. Or a future shock DDT. Yeah, but that's true. So not going to do that. No one, no one does a backfist in, in WWE at all. No. I actually ask it does. Uh, yeah. And no one uses it as a finisher. I mean, they should do. I was watching yeah. a UFC clip this morning of some guy that absolutely obliterated a dude with a back fist. Looked like something out of fucking Tekken. Yeah, yeah that's it. Should do it. I mean, Eddie, Eddie Kingston, like, hit someone so hard with a back fist the future in Chicago. He literally turned back time. Um, <laughs> Did Cher turn saying. up? No, no, she no. didn't. Ah, disappoint, disappoint. He just rewound back the match and he did it again. It was beautiful. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, then uh, Mackenzie fires up with a flurry of clotheslines and a spear. Um, Turner hits a really nice looking side effect, uh, goes for the rope on complete shot, misses it. And uh, Millie, Do- Millie Dodd just hits, hits a German suplex and then like a modified Meteora, which. It was just like a running, like, basement sort of double knees. Thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like she'd missed the drop kick, so her shins just hit her in the face. Yeah, um, I'm not sure how I felt about that, uh, but yeah, it was a fine match. Um, it's all right. That's Stevie Turner put to bed now, I guess. Like this, this is surely well, leading to Mackenzie versus Mako, like student yeah, versus. They're, they're basically doing it, aren't they? Where Mako's winning, and Mackenzie's picking up, like beating the same person because. Mm. She's learned from makeup. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Millie was the person to the throne makeup either. Really? Mm. Oh, I a, definitely think it's Blair Davenport. I was going to say it's her or Blair Davenport at this yeah. point. Possibly, yeah. I suppose there's an argument for Ginny as well, but they keep, and Aoife Valkyrie, but they keep, Aoife's injured. They're keeping Ginny quite far away from mm. makeup at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. Because that's but the cool like, thing with, with Ginny is, like, whilst they're keeping her away from the title picture, she's having these really interesting feuds with the other people. So, yeah, her whole thing with Eva Valkyrie, that little self contained thing where it didn't need to involve the belt or a number one contender or anything, was really cool. I feel like they're yeah. going to go down the same route with Isla Dawn as well, based on like the little segment we saw earlier. Yeah, I, I think as well, like, it's it's a wise idea keeping them apart because, like, when they, when they do clash, it's going to feel like a huge deal because it's like, well, Ginny's been doing all this awesome work away from the title picture. Yeah. Mako's been carrying the women's division as the champion. And then mm. when they collide, it'll be awesome. Um, yeah, so either way, NXT, NXT UK women's division at the moment is fucking banging, isn't it? Yeah, man. Um, we then get a little promo for Wolfgang saying he's keeping his eye on Taya, man. He keeps making eye jokes. Uh, Tayman says the thing he learned on the streets is to he's got to be the biggest and the toughest to be the babo, and he says about Wolfgang taking the piss like of the eye, and he's going to show him why it was a bad idea. And then Wolfgang's like, "Hi, hi!" He's like, "Shut up, dick!" Shut up, dick. Um, <laughs> I I hope Tayman does an absolute bad murder on Wolfgang. <laughs> Again, I've got the fear that Gal that Gallus is always like picking up these wins that he don't need. So I've got the fear that Wolfgang's going to beat him. Mm. Especially because even though no one was kind of flirting with Tain and face, I don't think, and he will be the face against Tayman because Tayman's a horrible human being. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think, I, I don't know, I, I, I've just got the feeling they're going to do. Then, then again, Tayman's the fresh, like the fresh challenger for Tyler, isn't he? Out of like who's left. Mm. I feel like whoever wins this is going to beat Tyler for it as well. I don't think Tyler's yep. going to have a particularly long reign. They've also not had a heel as the Heritage Cup holder. So I feel yeah, like that's, that's why, like, whether it's Dar or Teo, man, I, I don't see Wolfgang beating Teo, man. But yeah, I think it's going to be a hit. Like, as I understand, like, they're, they're pushing Gallus as more face than heel. They're definitely not, but that's how they want you to see it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I can't see... Yeah, I can't see it being a face against uh, against Bate. I I think it's Tayman because it's like another way to kind of cement Tayman as being a big deal, which yeah. seems like they're all in on Tayman. Yeah, and rightly so. He's cool. Yeah, he's great, great promos, great in the ring. Like 
just he, like gone. He reminds me of um of like the guys from the Clockwork Orange. Yeah, and, like his movement and his franticness and yeah, just being being an absolute bastard. <laughs> I'm also excited for him to add more people to his his table, the eye as well, and who that. Yeah, they, they did allude to that, didn't they? In the in this promo, Wolfgang mm. said, "You you leave your family backstage, I'll leave Gallus backstage. Yeah, we'll we'll have a fair fight. It's not going to be a fair fight. It's not going to be a fair fight. Tayman's going to break Wolfgang's arm or something and just just got full Pentagon package power driver, package power driver on the apron, break his arm." <laughs> uh, just, do, just do generally bad things to him. Um, next, we get a vignette for formerly Bailey Matthews, now Charlie Dempsey. Of yeah, course, the, the son of Bill Regal. Bill, um, Bill Regal. <laughs> um, He's a man, <laughs> such a man. <laughs> um, it, interesting. This it was. It was very kind of like. There wasn't really much to it. It was black and white. It was um, it he he was basically just talking about competition, wasn't he? He was, he was saying uh, he said you won't see any like flips and high high like flying stuff from me. He's like I'm a technician or something. Or he's like I'm gonna grind grind you down to a paste. I'm gonna show you something you've never seen before. Yeah, I mean, if he's got even a drop of his dad's talent, he's gonna be fine, isn't he? Yeah. Also. Like, from- Where's he from? I couldn't get his accent. He sounded Irish at one point. He sounded American at one point. America. Well, he was born in America. Right. And he's lived in America for like years. Okay. So got, but then he sounded got, like a little muddled Irish. He's got like a little twang of his dad's Blackpool accent as well. Mm. <laughs> Not to be confused with Regal's fake accent that he uses on, on NXT. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a bit of a bit more of a northern accent. <laughs> Bless him. I love William Regal. Love Big um, Bill. Big Bill Regal. Love Daddy Bill. Um, <laughs> and then uh, it shows Joran, like Joran, all the sort of. It says Joran the break, but it's like, no, Joran the vignettes, come on. Yeah, so say, um, you don't have a break. Yeah. Um, and uh, Blair Davenport has come through the crowd. Well, not the crowd, but she's somehow managed to get through security at the front the door arena. Dave Mastiff wasn't you on know, the front door like he was for no. for Sam Gradwell. No, if, if you're not having Dave like him on the show, just have him in the front door as a bouncer. Him and Jack Stars are just BT Sports <laughs> Studio security. Him and Jack Stars rampage. <laughs> Jack, Jack Stars is like the little shit bouncer who just like tries to fight everybody rampaging. <laughs> rampaging Dave Mastiff are just the, the two that have been doing it for years who just can't be asked being there. Two that have done it for years. They've seen everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She, it, she made, in my head, I'm starting to write a fucking drama where they're dormant of the sports studio. <laughs> I mean, they could do it. They should could do. do it. Even if they're just dormant for like Jordan Devlin's dressing room because everyone seems to go in there and like drink his water, <laughs> eat his fruit. Yeah. Do that. Have have a little five-minute segment each week. If you're not going to do the supernova sessions every week, give us that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Blair attacks Stevie um, and says uh, she's going to keep attacking people until Sid Scala reinstates her. Uh, Obviously, she was indefinitely suspended last week. I feel like she's just going to attack Mako and then that's going to be like, right, fucking straight away, aim for the fucking queen. Mako's gonna just be like <laughs> bullying Sid Scarlet into like saying, give me the fucking match. Give me Davenport now. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it's interesting where they're going with this. I hope they like draw it out a bit. I hope they just don't like next week go, oh, she's reinstated. We're scared of it. I hope they drag it out and be like, we're not gonna we're not gonna like sort of um bow down to the pressure of someone attacking people. Cause they, they could do it, they could do a cool thing where they have like the women's division, like saying to like Sid. Just reinstate her. Yeah. Because we feel safe. We're worried. We don't feel you're not providing a safe working environment. We're contacting HR. Yeah. Have them go on strike like the referees did on SmackDown in 2008. Um, <laughs> don't remember that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> different time, mate. Different time. Different time. <laughs> um, and yeah, that leads us to the main event, which is Gallus versus Pretty Deadly for the Fuck me. What a main event. Team titles. I thought it was a little bit slow coming out the uh, 
coming out, out the, the gate, gate it was a bit slow yeah it picked pretty, up pretty deadly i've got like for for tag team wrestling for me at the moment pretty deadly i've got like possibly the best like last five minutes of a match mm. like yeah. a lot of people say a card has got the best five minutes of a match or the best final five minutes of a match i should say yeah. i think for tag team wrestling pretty deadly i've got that that's like, insane you could make the argument for like the young books and like some of the others, but the young books is like full throttle throughout the match. Throughout the whole, yeah, it's start to finish. So, it? Even though that's amazing, it's like the last five minutes for a pretty deadly match start getting really frantic. Whereas the young books ones, it's like, okay, well, what what are the oh here we go? They go they're doing the they're doing the shit, they're doing the finisher stuff. Mm-hmm. There we go, match over. Yeah, or like they're doing something horrible, they're putting a thumbtack fucking laced boot on, yeah. <laughs> just kick the pentagon in the face with it, and get it stuck on his mask. <laughs> Making his kids cry. Um, Daddy's bleeding on his daughters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh! Go back and watch that cage match if you haven't. It's amazing. But we're not talking about that. So I'm this. And first of all, all I've wrote is we need the wet floor sign for all the drip that pretty deadly have got today. They look fucking excellent, don't they? They. Oh I boy! Left that on as well for the yeah. match. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was yeah. Um. So yeah, early on, uh, Gallus just like outstrike. I like, pretty deadly try and like match Gallus for strikes. Mm. And, Gall- and like that was the story they were going with. Like, oh, pretty deadly look like they're kind of off the game today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stoke, there's a bit where Stoker takes the piss out of Joe, just goes a- goes across the other corner and goes, oh, the Iron King. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Joe Coffee like fume and just goes over and distracts the ref to like kind of allow pretty deadly to like I think uh, does Harley like give a thumb to the eye to Mark and then he yeah. managed to isolate him uh, Joe fires up on Stoker um, again Harley distracts the ref and uh, and Joe to take control he like he has hold of the tag rope and he goes into tagging and like the ref's like no you need to be on the apron I'm holding the rope I'm holding the rope yeah I, loads of shit I was reading from pretty deadly uh, some F like I've said this before, Pretty Deadly with the blind tagging is fantastic. Mm. And with this, like, there was stuff where they they do it where, like, Harley would be putting his hand behind his back and it looked like he's selling and then he's, like, putting his hand out to actually tagging. Yeah. Or tagging Stogren, sorry. Very, very, um, very clever. Yeah, just just some of the the psychology is, like, second to none for Pretty Deadly for me yeah. at the moment. Like, I, the way they're going they're going to be the best tag team in the world like in a couple of years. You reckon? Um, they'll definitely be in the argument. If they, I think, I hate to say it, I think they need to be on a bigger stage than NXT UK. Mm. Whether that's getting called up in WWE or if that's leaving and going so, to pastures new. The thing is though, they go up in WWE, they get put on Raw or SmackDown. Like, they'll be stifled. Well, if they go to, if they go to NXT 2.0 where they, they sort of focus on tag team wrestling, there's more focus on tag team wrestling, that's mm. for sure. That being said, there's a, I was thinking of this when I was watching. There's a lot of teams like in AEW. I'd love to see them face. Mm. Like, I'd love to see Pretty Deadly versus FTR. I think that yeah, the mind games they'd be playing in those. Yeah, those yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love to see them against like a Jurassic Express, just doing horrible things to Jungle Boy or Marco Stunt. <laughs> just imagine Pretty Deadly being shitheads to Marco Stunt. How good that be? <laughs> Proper schoolyard bully. Just, just, give him just like holding him at arm's length and yeah. just like that, giving him a fucking dead pretty, leg. <laughs> pretty deadly verse 2.0 would be entertaining as, a, as hell and we almost got that WWE. Oh, um, he's robbed of us. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was thinking as well, the WWE side, pretty deadly verse GYV would be awesome. Uh, yeah, man. Pretty deadly verse MSK, also yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's plenty of like teams. I think, I think, they're going through the tag team division in NXT UK at a stifling rate. They're going to need to, I think they, for them to grow as a team, they need to move somewhere else as much as it pains me to say, because I feel like they're like one of the linchpins of NXT UK at the moment. Yeah. I feel like for them to kind of reach their potential, they've, they've out, they've almost outgrown NXT UK at this point. Mm. Yeah. Um, I agree. But yeah. So um, Mark, Tag, hot tags in, just hosses Pretty Deadly around. Um, and there's a really cool spot where Pretty Deadly did like a bait and switch DDT. So, like, um, 
Mark hits the ropes and Harley goes, Oh yeah, goes to Sam, jump. And as Harley jumps, um, and Mark's like ducking the jump. Stoker just grabs him and DDTs him. That was really <laughs> clever. Really, really yeah. clever. Uh, they again, they they're like tandem offense. It's just brilliant. It's so mm. good. Um, Joe hits a vault and crossbody on. Um, he, he looks like he's gonna hit Harley. Stoker saves Harley, and then Harley rolls up Joe with a handful of tights. Uh, Mark manages to break it up. Um, out on the outside, Mark like. Out pretty deadly, he's pretty deadly by tripping up Stoker and Stoker's like fucking hell. I howled at that. Yeah. It was a proper playground maneuver, just clipping the back of the heels like a bastard. <laughs> yeah, Stoker's sat there just like um just like looking terrified. And then there was a really cool callback to the uh, match where they won the tag titles, mm. where but in reverse, where Harley just out of nowhere uppercuts the soul out of Mark Coffee. Proper like um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much akin to Sam Stoker pouncing Wolfgang over the uh, barricade, thinking he's fucking <laughs> um, And then uh, Joe just like from behind flattens pretty deadly with a uh, crossbody. Um, Joe hits a top rope shotgun drop kick for a two count. This is where the match is really amping up now. Um, mm. As I say, final five minutes of this match will just all go. Yeah. Um, Glasgow send off by Joe. Uh, they hit a high low, and uh, Stoker barely breaks it up. Mm. I thought like I had the fear that uh, I was like, no, 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 don't don't do this to me. <laughs> um, Joe misses another Glasgow send off on Stoker. Hits the turnbuckle um, post, and then that's him out of the match. Yeah, we got a few more near falls, um, and then pretty deadly hit a uh, spilled milk to win after. Um, after Harley hits what um, what Andy Shepard called a whopper cut, a, a what, a whopper cut, a whopper the whoppers, <laughs> um, Christ, and pretty deadly retain. I was I was made up. I I had the fear something ruthless <laughs> that they were losing. No, no. I, I I was I was very very scared that they were going to lose the belts here. Um, I was made up. Pretty deadly one. Yeah, sorry. Um, give, give us, um, give us pretty deadly and Ricky Starks as a faction as well because that drip we'd need to build a fucking arc. <laughs> Wet floor signs all over it, the gaff. It would, it would drown the world with all that drip. We'd have to build an arc, take them all to all the animals two by two. <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely deadly. Make it a thing, please. One day. Um, but yeah, create it on 2K22 when it comes out. Make oh, it a stable. Mate. Create a trio's GMO. belts and then... <laughs> GMO or on the AW game. Yeah. Because then we'll get we'll get all Ricky Starks moves as well. Actual Ricky Starks in the game. Sure, yeah. Ooh, can't wait. Um, but yeah, that was NXT UK. What were your highs and lows, dear? Um... Malo, uh, Amelia McKenzie and Stevie Turner... It was all right. It wasn't a bad match. Just, uh, I should have put your glasses on, mate. Then you'd be able to see it in the fourth dimension. <laughs> it just wasn't terrible. I thought it was quite fun. Yeah, I just, I still, I'm still not really sold on Stevie Turner, to be honest. Is like, it? she's in the fourth dimension. You're, you're probably, only in the it's, Yeah, I'm probably not. I probably haven't got enough dimension <laughs> to really understand have, have, have it. I, have I ruined Stevie Turner for you by? Being a gobshite. You have now, yeah, yeah. A zero investment for me. That's well, your you fault. You love you love to see it. Um, um and my high uh, the tag match, absolutely. Oh, the last five minutes of the tag match. But I actually really enjoyed the Heritage Cup match and just the shit housery. This is a tough one. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm gonna say the tag match, but mainly for the last five minutes. Mm. Um, fair enough for me. Uh, my down. Did I have a down? Down. It's the wrong show, mate. Well, you know, my low. Then, my dickhead. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think I had a low. I thought it was a really good show from top to bottom. Um, it did well to like that one after Takeover, where it did well to like establish everything that the brand has to offer. Heritage yeah. Cup match, really good. A, a, yeah, it an was all like right a, women's it match. Was like a smorgasbord of what's like, yeah, 
what what there is to offer in NXT UK. Um, showed off the champion, showed off the number one contenders for that, and showcased the tag team division. So it's a good mix of stuff. Yeah, my uh, my high was um, the Heritage Cup match. I thought it was excellent. I thought, which it, it's very rare that I choose anything over Pretty Deadly, but <laughs> they, this this for me, especially with just just Shaw Samuels at the end <laughs> popping out of the ring like I. <laughs> uh, I was it was a uh, it was great um, yeah. but yeah really really good show um, checking on Discord we have no questions bastards <laughs> we need we need to change this we need more questions for NXT UK because watch everyone should more watch NXT UK tell your friends tell your family tell your mothers tell your fathers watch yeah. NXT UK it's the best hour on WWE programming yes yes it Facts. is Straight facts. Yes. Yes, boy. Uh, well, yeah, that was NXT UK. Thanks for listening. Um, go join us over on Discord, Untitled Rest Bar, Twitter, Untitled Rest Bar, Facebook, Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Uh, join the conversation. Join the community. Uh, we do all the gaming on Saturday nights. Um, well, some, some of us do. Some of us are always in work. You work, uh, you work in this Saturday, are you, boy? Yeah. Oh, boo earns. I'm I'm off the following two Saturdays though. Well, I'm I'm wait I'm working I'm working next Saturday, but I'm, I'm only until like the afternoon. Gonna gonna uh, shit out me way into an early dart, I think. <laughs> uh, nice. But yeah, um, go check us all out. Uh, join the gaming on Saturday. We do all the Twitch streaming as well. Um, Aaron's playing. He's playing anything at the moment. Uh, he was playing Fuse the other day, wasn't he? He's playing Fuse. He was on a right old party. Mm. On the ones and twos, mixing well, up. I, mean, I, need to, I need to go buy that in a second. Uh, point, yeah. I'm some, probably going to start up something on the stream during the week as well. I think I'm going to do a GM mode on one of the old SmackDown versus Raws. I'm actually going to get that on the go next week. We're, we're doing um, some Legends mode on a Ghost of Sushima as well. Oh, yes, we are. At some point. Yes. Oh, free. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you for listening. We will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.